0: Yay. we're here we're here Yay. it's february the 12th two days until valentine's day actually. Ugh. you do valentine's day i don't like valentine's day i really well, don't i it's it's so commercialized materialistic <laughs> i am mean, yeah. however if we have people listening who like valentine's day happy valentine's Day. okay okay but you say it's commercialized and whatnot but if your partner were to bring you home some flowers or some chocolate would you graciously accept them <laughs> or like excitedly accept them and be like oh i got flowers uh yes yeah i told him i want tea so <laughs> see there we go you do do valentine's day but Ah. like literally like like, i don't like it's not it's to me it's not a big deal like it's just it's it's not like i i don't know i okay okay but you do this yeet no (laughs) (laughs) no (laughs) it was more of just like if you're gonna get me something get me tea (laughs) because i want tea because i've been drinking a lot of tea and I want tea so I was like that's a reason however if it doesn't happen I don't care because I generally don't like like I have I know people who get their kids stuff for Valentine's Day and I will get my son something but I don't it's not to me it's not a big deal and maybe I'm very like I don't know (laughs) I don't know know what i call it i call it singles awareness day <laughs> exactly and that's i i don't like and we could go into a whole thing on like on like hallmark movies and the uh, and the uh, what's the word uh not inappropriate but um inattainable like they're just like I met this guy on Valentine's Day and now we're getting married on July 1st. Like it's not that's not how real life works. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So that is why I don't like Valentine's Day. Okay, fair enough. (laughs) However, I'll still watch Hallmark movies. Oh absolutely (laughs) so all right. (laughs) <laughs> I just went into a little bit of a rant. Do you like Valentine's Day? Do I? No. That's why I call it Singles Awareness Day. <laughs> Although my Valentine is my dog, so. and Adorable. I, actually, I got her, I, I was at the um, PetSmart or the pet, PetSmart? The pet store the other day with her and they have a, like a Valentine's photo um wall. So like a set that you can take your dog's picture yeah. on or your animal's picture so i got her valentine's picture taken the other day <laughs> it's adorable i know <laughs> it's adorable uh, yeah it's just i know i know i'm one of those people i'm one of those dog owners i know no 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 it's it is it, that's adorable <laughs> but yeah <laughs> Oh, gosh. So, anybody who has... Actually, we should give a shout out. If you have not previously listened to any of our podcasts, this is our 43rd. So, backtrack. And you can find us on all major streaming platforms. So, just just saying there's like 42 prior ones, so just wanted to say that um so the last couple weeks have been an interesting experience for all of us here in Canada because it's kind of showing that us Canadians can take things by the the bull by the horns um yeah so I may have previously said I live close to Windsor and well I do it's literally your backyard now. <laughs> a little bit. So currently, there's a blockade at the Ambassador Bridge, which is the top export import channel from Windsor to the U.S. From Canada to the U.S. From Canada to the U.S. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's been a recent development in the last. Week and there's convoys going on in other cities as well yeah Reagan thoughts well okay I have many thoughts okay we'll share them we have many thoughts many and I think what we're seeing what we saw in the beginning was people who were fed up and frustrated with mandates and whatever else. Sure. Great. I'm the same way. I don't like them. I'm ready for them to go. And we're seeing a little bit of change. Perfect. But now we're starting to block the economic prosperity of our country. Right? And that's just bullshit. It's stupidity. How many people this week have been laid off because of the stupid blockade at the Windsor Bridge? Millions. Car factories are shut down. Yep. Where our produce and all that stuff that comes across the border this time of year is not getting through. Supply lines are cut down. Mm-hmm. And this is going to really impact, I think the way the US does trade with Canada in the future and the industries that come here and the companies that invest in this country because they're seeing this happen. And this is going to have real real Dam- yeah, da- damage damaging impacts. Um, yeah. so that's one thought. The second thought like I, is no put your on. thoughts out. No 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 go. I I don't think like the people who are doing this it's, it's very much here and now. Like, it's not... You can be frustrated 100%. Have your feelings. We'll validate them. We're all frustrated. It's not like any of us are, like, having Disneyland. Like, this, this is so much effing fun. However, in the long term, as you said, what are going to be the economic impacts of this? Well, and see, that's just the thing. When this first started... The group of truckers that initialized it was a, a very small right? They say 90% of truckers are vaccinated. It was a very small contingent. And, and it's growing, some, some of the truckers that went on this convoy were vaccinated. They were just like, we're done with this, which yeah. we're like, go you. But it's not all truckers now. It's no. right wing crazies. It's farmers i don't understand the farmers i don't understand why there's tractors on the highways i I think it's for support in all honesty i don't get and now we're at a point we're past we're past the trucking mandate now it's about everything and cutting everything and we've got these right-wing crazies and not all of these people are crazy but right now we're seeing right-wing crazies come in and take the show we've got funding from u.s right-wing crazies we've got support coming from donald trump and his cronies and that's not good we've got border shutdowns we've got economic impacts we've got all of this shit yeah and it's like what is the point now the government's starting like your your original intention is working provinces are cutting back their mandates we're finally getting moving here but yeah like let's get our trade here moving like that's what i i I don't i don't i don't get it i don't understand and this is all that stuff that happened with trump between 2016 and 2020 and the rise of populism in the u.s right that's happening here now with this and the scenes i've seen on cbc today I mean, they're largely peaceful. Like, there's no war breaking out, but it's a party atmosphere. These people mm-hmm. are having fun. Yeah. This isn't fun. This is like serious shit that you're ha- that's happening now. Mm-hmm. state of emergencies have been declared. Hell, mm-hmm. there's an injunction for the Ambassador Bridge that they should be fully enforcing, in my opinion, with force to get the supply chain back up and running. But they've got yeah children and other whatever there so they can't take full action yeah right we've it's just it's out of control now it is no i think you said that i think you said that great i sent you one picture um because i've been watching videos of all of it because i haven't actually gone up because like you can't like just drive up to the ambassador bridge right now because traffic's stalled like you can't drive um there was a trampoline like they are like basically camped out yeah with like food hubs um yeah <laughs> well in ottawa they had like hot tubs and saunas yeah And I mean, they have an injunction in Ottawa against the honking of the horns. Well, guess what? They were honking their horns all day today and the police weren't doing a damn thing about it. And I know in a democracy, we can't have, we can't just order the military to, like, that's not a thing, right? We're not, we're not Egypt. We're not Russia. People have a right to express their views. That's what makes a democracy so beautiful. But then there's but, also reasonable enjoyment of exactly right. Exactly. Like yeah. the city of Ottawa has basically like part of the city has basically been shut down for two exactly. weeks now. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so I I don't know. It's at a point now though that it's getting it's getting dangerous. And you know, there's already enough going on in the world. Like this happening too is just it's one more thing that is it could have been avoided right if they had acted sooner on all of this if Mm -hmm. Trudeau had finally you know like two weeks ago you know met with the other leaders like he did this week and you know people were ramping down the rhetoric and you know States of emergency were declared. This all could have been avoided. Yeah. It all could have been avoided. And it speaks to a larger problem that our government systems have and the leaders that we've elected. No, but I think that also speaks to the fact that it's, a, I don't remember what our voting, like how many people actually vote, but it's low. Like voter turnout in Canada is low. So, mm-hmm we can say that only like 33% of people actually voted for for Trudeau but whose fault is that? Mm-hmm. Whose fault is it? Like, At the end of the day we need to go out and vote so if you don't like the fact that he's there, like we can say fuck Trudeau, fuck Trudeau, fuck Trudeau well, you basically just saying that and putting it out on flags, what is that going to do? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Voter turnout for the last election was sixty-two point five percent. So it was actually yeah. about fifty percent, which I think that's probably the highest voter turnout but has been in a while. So you could yeah. already see people getting frustrated and wanting to have their voices heard, which mm-hmm. is a great thing. But we need more of it. And we don't need more of it in terms of cutting off the economy and doing all it this just shit. I think I think what is power happening power. right now is just at the end of the day, it's hurting. It's hurting the Canadian economy. Mm-hmm. It's not helping. Mm-hmm. And like, yes, like, I I don't know. I, I don't know the, what the answer is. I don't know if out of all of this, things are just going to smooth over. It, I don't it know. It won't smooth over. This, the anger, and see, this has also spurred on, um... There are certain people, right, who are the right-wing crazies who would ordinarily hide in the darkness and kind of operate underneath the radar. Yeah. This is giving them more um courage yep. to come out, right? And I think in the political landscape, you're going to see more of that. We've, we've seen it with the PPC. We saw it in the last election, Mm -hmm. but I think this will just amplify it and make it even worse. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I mean, we see that in the American politics and we like to think that we're so much different or better or whatever, but we're really not because what happens there ultimately affects us. And this is, an overdue symptom of the chaos that's been happening down there for the last number of years. Yeah. So, yes. <sighs> yes. So, hopefully, it will end soon. Um, the last time the military was called in through the Emergencies Act was with Pierre Trudeau during the October crisis when separatists in Quebec wanted to become their own country. So, we'll see if his son, JT, um, pulls the trigger on that. It'll be interesting to see. It will. It will. It's just, I, yeah I, I, I don't know what the solution is for this. I don't know. I don't know. unfortunately i don't think ignoring them because i feel like people are just gonna honk louder well no and he's gotten that message loud and clear right i saw yeah. something today that they're pulling back um requirements for canadians to be pre-tested abroad before coming back to canada oh wow those so things are changing which is good right like this shows what a protest can do but the extent to which the protest which is become an occupation in my opinion has gone to right at a certain point you you can't do it anymore yeah or if you're going to do it you have to do it in a way that still respects the land that we live in the country that we live in and the things we depend on yeah right so yeah no it's I don't know I I I really have no it's been a very conflicting few days like it's just Hmm? yeah it's also strange for it to be so close Mm -hmm. so yeah that is that is the Trucker convoy, which isn't really a trucker convoy because it's not Windsor's a trucker just, convoy anymore. It's which a, it's, it's yeah, which is you know, just a bunch of vans. You know what I was thinking about today? And I've heard this, I heard this at the beginning when the convoy was first starting, and people were saying, like, they're not fighting for freedom. They have freedom, right? They have freedom. They have freedom. They have freedom, they have freedom to express their opinion, right? Yep. Um, you know, we could have easily in World War II be taken over by the Nazis. Mm-hmm. live in that kind of society or in World War One be taken over by the Austro-Hungaries and the mm-hmm. communists, right? But people fought for our freedom and we yes. have a right to this freedom now. And so it finally jived with me kind of today I was thinking about it because it's just at a point, uh, like I said, utter ridiculousness now. You have the right to express your opinion, as I said, but now it's just off the rails. Um, I was thinking like, these people aren't fighting for freedom anymore. These people are being a nuisance. Like, what are they fighting for? They're what are they fighting? They're they're, for? they're they're fighting for all mandates to be gone. However, as you said, they're lifting, they're they're they are lifting mandates. Right, but they're calling themselves a freedom convoy yeah right i i i heard one person basically compare like getting vaccines and wearing masks um and being like like comparing the vaccinated versus the unvaccinated like towards the holocaust i swear to god like i when i heard it i had to listen to it again Mm-hmm. because i'm like what like in canadian society it's the vaccinated versus the unvaccinated and he basically said oh, it's like a hundred percent we have we currently have a two-tiered system in some provinces 100 percent. you can't argue that but what i i just when i compare i know but we're to, not sending people off to australia exactly. exactly right and that's that's what i don't like If you, to me, again, this is just me, I'm not, like, whatever. If you don't want to get the vaccine, don't get the vaccine. I don't care.
1: Oh, I really, really
0: really don't. However, like, that is that is your choice. Mm -hmm. You've done your research. That's your doctor told you, like, whatever. That is your, that's your decision. That's your body, whatever. Yeah. But don't go and, even though they're starting to lift mandates, in the western provinces yeah don't go and then yeah like i i don't that's what i don't understand Hmm. yeah <sighs> i don't know i uh, i think uh, just the the rhetoric over the last two years or how long have vaccines went out like a year you're in a A year and about you're in a couple months yeah you're yeah so in the span of let's say 14 months because it's february they came out last december so in the span of 14 months how much have we heard from the media and from the government that says if you're not vaccinated you are not good do not associate with unvaccinated people if you are unvaccinated, wear a mask when you're around others. If you're vaccinated, wear a mask when you're around unvaccinated people. Get your shots. It's not good to be un- Like, the, all the rhetoric. Yeah. It's just, it's it's created, and it's part of the issue that we have with the dystopia between two sides of people. Who Mm -hmm. can't anymore reasonably talk to each other because they've been brainwashed (laughs) to think, well, one side's better than the other, or, you know, I think this way. So I can't associate with those people, right? Yeah. It's It's at a point where I don't even know. I don't even know the word to use, but it's just... And we have to get out of this mindset. We have to get no, out no, of this. No, no, no. I I, that, I agree. I, I I do agree. Yeah. I but I anyways, the point I was going with there <laughs> is I myself have had to step away from those ideas, those competing yeah. ideas that are laid out by the media and the government that say. You know, this side good, this side bad, or whatever. You got to do this. I had to step away from that. Yeah. And be like, it is their choice to get yeah. vaccinated. And if they get 100%. Sick, if they get sick, that's also their choice. And it is my choice to get vaccinated. And that's it. Yeah. That's it. There's no, there's no good or bad evil whatever about either side no we all have a choice and the thing with the mandates yes the mandates are there to protect us or they were there to protect us or whatever but the thing with the mandates is it's also it's added it's added fuel to that fire right that's and true it's it, the the horse you know the horse is off it ran away it ran away from the bug it's gone right like there, there's just no there's nothing there anymore and that's yeah. that's the issue right and yeah uh, yeah no I think you I think you said that like I don't I like how you said that but I think what it comes down to is at the end of the day it's up to choice Mm -hmm. and if you like I think at the end of the day we're starting to beat things with a dead hammer and oh 100% and you know what the the reason I love history is because you can look back at something and you can compare it to where you are presently and there's so much that overlaps and I saw an article um they so in i think it was in nova scotia they found like i don't know if it was i don't know if they were unearthing land or if they found like a time capsule or something but they found an old newspaper article from 1918 while the spanish flu was going on and yeah. the things that are happening today the division the rhetoric i'm for vaccines i'm not a, for vaccines whatever All of that was happening then, too. That's interesting. I didn't know that. Yeah. So it's just kind of interesting how we as humans, you know, we like to think we're sophisticated. We like to think we're ahead of our time and we're better than whatever. We're not. No, not at all. Yeah. So. Yeah. Anyways. I don't know it's just it's like beating a dead horse like you said (sighs) i i i don't know i really wish i had the golden answer but at the end of the day like Mm -hmm. just like the spanish flu that was around for what three years? No, two two years. But the Spanish flu turned into flu, right? Yeah, but unfortunately, this is going to be around. We mm-hmm. have to learn to live with it. Mm-hmm. Like it's so. Yeah, and yeah. and you know what? It'll become like any other vaccine. Now, I don't really understand why people are. I guess it's how quickly the vaccine moved, how quickly they came up with it and the mRNA in it, whatever. So there are, I know there are like some people that are like for vaccines, but not for like the COVID vaccine, but whatever. That's a whole different topic. But I think you'll see eventually this vaccine become part of like the school. Yeah. Like kids have to get vaccines to go to school. And you can still opt out of that too, right? You don't have to, you can get a medical exemption or whatever for your kid to go to school unvaccinated. It's not the best thing to do because vaccines, yeah. they do save lives. I mean, look at smallpox, look yeah. at uh, measles and mumps and rubella, polio. Polio. All of that stuff was eradicated with the use of vaccines. Yeah. But like we said, it's up to personal choice, and you have to do your own research. And exactly, whatever sources of research you use, those are your choices as well. So, yep. Yeah. Anyway. Oh. <laughs> Good gosh. <laughs> All right. Well, where do you want to go with that, Etta, or from that, Ashley? Because. <laughs> Oh, uh, let's go to your BuzzFeed one. Oh, okay. Um, so BuzzFeed, so I've never heard of this company before, but the headline says this clothing brand plants 10 trees every time you order something. So 10 trees for every clothing, like that's pretty good. Um, I love clothes, like I love them a lot anyways so it's called um 10 trees which i've never heard of but they produce clothes and like i said for every clothing item bought they plant 10 trees specializes in earth first lifestyle apparel and so far they've planted 65 million trees it's so crazy isn't that insane yeah. Like, I don't know. There's just not a lot of like I feel like there's just not a lot of like good news stories in the world right now. And when I saw this, I was just like, that's pretty awesome. It's also a Canadian-based company out of Vancouver. I think that's why I've seen it. I've never ordered from it. Mm-hmm. Um but um I was trying to find um like i think i've looked for a shirt and it was or like a maybe it was a shirt or a sweater and it was like 60 ish so like the, they're maybe on like the higher end they're on the higher end but they're actually kind of they're not when you can com- when you compare it to lululemon um, it's 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 a afford- it's more affordable than lululemon yes which can we talk about lululemon for a sec sorry to go off topic but no it's wait. fine lululemon has the o- olympic wear contract for the Canadian Canada. Olympic team yeah which was held by hbc before okay their stuff so with hbc like you could get a sweater for like 30 or 40 dollars right maybe 50 if you wanted like a really good one yeah affordable though affordable they're selling their stuff from, like, I think you can get a hair scrunchie from Lululemon, like a Canada hair scrunchie, for $14. All the way up, they have a perka for $500. I know. And you know those Canada mittens uh-huh. So that HBC used to put out? Those were, like, $10 or $15 in there, right? Affordable. Yeah. I think I had a set. I yeah. The mittens for Lululemon, $68. Yeah. See, that would be a very bad purchase for me because I lose mittens, like, <laughs> no tomorrow. Um $68. Oh, my God. So, I mean, when I look at 10 trees, like, I would totally, like, it, if I saw something I liked and I needed... And it's also, like, like, zero waste. Like, to me, I... I'm very... Let's say frugal i like that term yeah. but i also like i like companies like this that are like mm-hmm, putting forth to the earth yeah they're their, ate, stuff, their they stuff's ate. cute so. yeah it is they aim to use only the most sustainable materials like organic cotton, recycled polyester derived from plastic bottles and pencil so their carbon footprint can keep shrinking like that's pretty cool it is yeah so good for this company i would i would go canada i would consider like buying from this company yeah yeah very cool very cool anyways okay what else are we got what else we got i wanted to touch on um I was gonna mention it last week, but I forgot. So Whoopi Goldberg, who is I think she's the moderator of the view. I might be wrong on that. Um, was suspended for two weeks after a comment she made about um the Holocaust. And her comment was that um basically the holocaust had nothing to do with race um it was more sorry i'm just trying to find the exact quote um i believe it was um that there was that it was about the hatred of like man or something um... <laughs> I... I don't know. it's... I hear a lot of comments and things that they say on that show. So I just was like one taken back. And then... I don't know. it's just... what are your thoughts? um so i really didn't pay much attention to this i did see it i didn't pay much attention to it um i think um the consequence given to her i feel like they were trying to make an example of her because you look at the stuff that's happened on there before right there was the rosie o'donnell era megan mccain said a lot of stuff that in the context of what this scenario is should have got her suspended like for yeah a gazillion weeks right because she said so much she gets she gets suspended for two weeks and then be back and then two weeks more and then right so no 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 i completely agree i think it's it's more because she then went on another talk show that night and kind of explained explained herself and again i think we're in such an interesting time right now where i could say something and then somebody else is going to take it completely different Oh, but race is such a social construct. Yeah. But the Holocaust in itself was... It, it, it was horrible, right? It, it, was, was horrible, it was horrible, and technically it was all about race. Like, it, it was. Mm-hmm. Um, but instead of using it as like a learning like yeah. situation because really in all honesty how many kids are actually taught about that well you know what i heard this on the radio the other day and i think you're, get- you're getting into the realm of like cancel culture and stuff and i mean <laughs> i think she did apologize on the show. She did the next uh, day. The next day. And I think that there could have been better ways to handle it. Because suspending someone for two weeks, what does that what does that do for them? Right? Why not Definitely. bring on a guest who maybe, you know, was a survivor of yeah. one of the concentration camps, right? Or something like that. Create a narrative. Because exactly what she said right it's probably the thought of a lot of other people exactly to me it's her it's her perception as a black Mm -hmm. woman in america Mm -hmm. in how america defines race Mm -hmm. she's like it's not about race because all jewish people are you know what i mean yeah and that's that's what she said in this interview like that she did that night but race again is so socially constructed Mm -hmm. that yeah yeah, it's just i feel like they could have done a better job of yeah handling it yeah anyways um back to your idea of who learns about the holocaust i heard something on the radio a couple weeks ago that um kids these days get most of their information about the Holocaust, about World War II from Twitter. Interesting. a large percentage of them believe it never even happened. That's an issue. Yeah, no, no, I 100% agree. And so when things like this happen, right, like we said, create this into a teachable moment. Yeah. Not a cancel moment. So, but you're right. Race is a construct, and we all we all have different views, right? I mean, that's we just we have different experiences. Funny pun, right? Yeah. So I mean, yeah. Anyways, and like we wouldn't be saying this if we didn't. Again, you went through so many history classes. Like, Mm -hmm. history was my minor. Like this, we have been taught this this is where our views have come from this is how we know this this is how i'm not saying the holocaust isn't real hashtag i'm not saying that like that's yeah i don't know that is so frustrating yeah we need need to teach these things need to do a better job of educating on a lot of various topics and this is one of them right so yeah anyways it's yeah hopefully yeah hopefully something's taken away from it I just think that you know if Megan McCain got suspended for half the shit she said oh my god she I know you liked her when she was on that show but I don't know what I towards the end she started going off the rails like big time and I feel like she started going off the rails because she wanted to be fired because she didn't want to be on the show anymore maybe I don't know it was it was I don't know it was just painful at times I'm like I get that you're the Republican on the show I understand that Yeah. however like let's rein it in a bit like there can be this thing called healthy discussion Mm -hmm. yeah but yeah. I don't know. I don't. I kind of want to read her book though. I had oh, to yeah, stop following is... her on Twitter though because she was just getting too far right for me. I'm a moderate, so I mean I can do a little bit of right, but she was just getting way too out there for me. So I had to unfollow her, but I do want to read her book. Yeah, I don't have Twitter anymore, so <sighs> sad, sad, sad. Okay. okay let's talk about the olympics because we talked about the olympics on our last podcast hashtag if you haven't gone there yet you should go back um but anyways okay so we spent the last episode talking about kind of the china side of it the china angle right the yeah. communist nature the censorship or whatever else so this caught my eye and it was kind of interesting. So this is an article from CNN and it says, Fame and Fury, China's wildly different reaction to U.S. born Olympians. So there's a few there might be more but there's been two that have really stood out who are American citizens with dual citizenship with China and okay. they've chosen to um, join the chinese sporting delegation rather than the American. so there's two but one that really stood out to me because i watched her her ski down the hill or whatever um was eileen gu who was born in california but anyways so the article says in the span of a week three american-born athletes of chinese descent have been thrust into the spotlight at the Beijing Winter Olympics, two very different reactions in China. All three were trained in the United States and are only a few years apart in age, but their paths diverged on the way to the Games. While figure skater Nathan Chen is competing for Team USA, freestyle skier Eileen Gu and figure skater Zhu, Zhu Yi opted to compete for China. Gu and Chen both won gold. While Zhu faltered on the ice during two consecutive showings. The public response they've received in the Olympics from the Olympic host nation also took different turns. Gu was hailed as a national hero, winning hearts, fame, and fortune. Zhu was abused online, accused of bringing shame to her adopted country. And Chen was labeled a traitor, coming under nationalistic wrath for insulting China wow so what do you think of that because i think that right there sums up the issue with china and their like communist ways right there in that example with none other but three american citizens yeah uh that's not i feel like that's not the first time we've talked about something like that um cuz it sounds really familiar hmm. um but i don't i don't even know like if if it was if it was if they were just chinese and there wasn't the us part citizenship would it be the same for the skier and the skater for the female skater no right because the idea of especially that stood out to me that the figure skater was shamed for bringing um bringing shame to her adopted country that's a very asian sentence, yeah right? yeah like if you don't do well you bring shame to your family it's a cultural thing right so those yeah. two but the male figure skater being labeled didn't you say he got a gold he got a gold medal for America. But shame because he didn't do it go for, for China. China. He was insulting China. He's been labeled a traitor. Right? And the, the female skier, Goo, she won a gold medal and she's being hailed a hero. Huh. Isn't that interesting? That is. It's it's interesting the, the different um gender like well i don't think it's the gender it's the idea that she's competing for china and he's competing oh yeah right, right i don't know that's that's but they're all american yeah now i will say that in a press conference Eileen Gu would not say whether or not she relinquished her American citizenship or not. Because apparently if you're Chinese citizen, you cannot have dual citizenship. Yeah, I remember. But she so I she must still have, but she didn't want to say because of fear of government retaliation, likely. probably yeah I, I don't know i just find this Olympics so geopolitically interesting and in the fact that this is a, like a communist like and china's always since the 60s they've always been communists through the 80s whenever i know happened. but they hide it they're like they, they've how rich we are they've been for a long time like actually. like a really long time but now Now, in the last probably five years, they've really started to show their true colors. I guess the sad thing is, is, like, they're communists, but then there's so much poverty in that country. Yeah, but that's what communists... I know, but it's sad. Like, it's so that's what yeah I, oh i i know i i i understand but then it's it's also just like how how when there's their their gdp is probably so effing high i don't know i don't get it i, I don't just, know i i when i was watching eileen do compete i kept thinking like And I understand athletes, they go represent different countries, maybe out of pride for their, you know, cultural roots or mostly I'm pretty sure I'm right. Money makes the world go round. I'm pretty sure 90% of deciding where you compete. If you have a choice is based on money and who can better get you to where you want to go yeah Um, but i kept thinking like why would you want to it why why would you want if you had the choice between competing for the united states of america and china why would you want to compete for china why i i don't understand i don't get it i don't i don't get wanting to compete for a communist nation if you have a choice Again, we have the different viewpoints. People I I don't know. It's <laughs> I don't I don't get it. But the other scary thing, Ashley, you said you mentioned their GDP. They have like the most people of any country in the world, I think. They're over and, a billion, are they? And not? they they will soon overpopulate most of this world. Like, right? Compared to other countries' populations. I mean, when we think about World War II and Nazi Germany and Nazis taking over the world or any other dictatorship taking over the world. I'm not going to lie. The Chinese scare me with the idea that if their population is able to be bigger than every other country in this world. And they're the biggest market for whatever else. And like the biggest economic market and everything else. They have a lot of sway and they will continue to gain that sway. And that is a very scary thing. It's yeah. a very scary thing. Especially when you look at if we bring it full circle back to the beginning when you look at the, at the upheaval of democracy If you, you look at how on. easy it is to shut down yeah. like how, how easy it is for, I'm sorry but literally it's vans there are vans blocking the ambassador bridge shutting down a 400 million dollar like trade market yeah yeah and, and i mean you could easily, <laughs> easily have bad actors in there and foreign adversaries and all this shit right like it's just it's a scary thought that china might one day take over the world and I mean, if you are from China, then awesome. We have nothing nothing but good things. No. Either way. It's the government of China that I am deeply concerned about. <laughs> and I'm sure a lot of people would agree whether they would say that or not. So anyways, I just find the Chinese Olympics or the Beijing Olympics very, very interesting for a multitude of reasons. And this is just one of them. So. Yeah. Uh, if it's not one thing it's another uh, that's right that's right yeah. <laughs> uh, anyways anyways I think that's it did you have anything else you wanted to touch on oh <laughs> maybe next maybe our next episode the convoy will be done so we won't have to talk about it anymore yeah well we'll spread our wings onto something else hopefully <laughs> oh my gosh okay guys this was another episode of saturday night combos if there's anything you want us to touch on send it our way shoot us a D- uh, dm on instagram at saturday night combos or at email at saturday night combos at gmail.com um we hope you enjoyed some of our content um but if you have anything you want us to cover let us know yeah we'd love to yeah whatever whatever it might be um yeah like we said in the beginning you can find us everywhere pretty much on all the major streaming platforms and make sure you stop by our instagram and give that a follow because ashley is taking over and oh thank you She's gonna bring it alive. Yeah. It's be I, just, alive. I find I find social media just takes too long. I don't have I don't have the patience for it anymore. So <laughs> you can deal with it. Oh thank you. <laughs> Anyways, guys. Um thanks for coming along. Um if you want to hear all of our thoughts on the Freedom Convoy, go back about two episodes and that's where we start off. But uh, hopefully this is the last edition of saturday yes that we even have to mention this because hopefully they'll just call in the military and end it (laughs) and it will be a thing of the past (laughs) yes indeed all right guys have a good night and a great week and we'll see you again soon okay bye guys